After Things is brought to you by Patreon.com slash Weird Things. Thank you for supporting this show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the After Things podcast, all about being creative professionals, doing stuff on the internet. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, Bry. Hey, man. Hi, Justin. I, I, hey. Oh, oh. Hi, Bryce. Sorry. Oh, did you? Sorry. Hi, Brian. Uh, how's your day going? It, 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 no, it's it's fine. No, Brian. What? Huh. How is your day going? Let's do this. How's your day going? How'd you wake up? Did you snooze? Hit the snooze button any uh, today? No, I, I I I woke up whenever I felt like it. When when, when my alarm went. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Check out uh, check out the weird things episode for that if you missed that. Uh, I had a story here for you. Mm. Have you? Uh, uh, what do you do when you want to find a type of uh, cuisine around you? Wait, sorry. Uh, say that again. What do you want to? What do you do when you want to ty- find a type of find a restaurant or a type of restaurant? I got around you. Okay, go. First thing I do is I think cuisine. How do I separate cuisines? And I think ethnicity. And then I think, oh, what kind of ethnicities are there? And I think, where do they come from? And I think how their their bodies are shaped, and whether or not I would want my daughters. You don't need to be. What are you? You don't need to do this. Uh, I, 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 uh, I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> my my point was <laughs> my point was is uh-huh. is we tend to separate our food by ethnicity, right? You know, it's like I oh, think yeah. we got that before yes. it tra- it trailed into you saying whether or not I want my daughters to date them. <laughs> How do you? That was the joke. That was the joke because I don't. No one's laughing. Okay. <laughs> you want to find. Anyway, back to food. You want to find a specific type of restaurant. How do you do so? Uh, uh, I use uh, uh, either Yelp or Uber Eats, depending on whether or not we want to go to a restaurant mm-hmm. or uh, open table, maybe, but like whether or not we want to go to a restaurant or whether or not we want to get takeout. Those are the two ways that we, that we normally do it. Uh, uh, right. Can I confess that like I'm really. Uh, I'm going to say it this way because it's a funny way to say it. I'm scared of ghosts, by which I mean ghost restaurants. <laughs> like, I don't want to show up. People know at what a ghost place. kitchens are. <laughs> like, but, but, but I don't want to actually plan to go out and have an e- evening and suddenly discover I'm in yet another trailer park. Okay. Oh, okay. do you? So, not ghost but, but, kitchens, but, but food trucks. You want to know that you're going to. Okay. It, Okay, because ghost kitchens are a different thing, and you yeah. would never arrive at a ghost kitchen to eat in. Right. Because Although they do show up on my list as places. Well, and I have made that mistake before. You've gone to another restaurant thinking that it was an, another restaurant. According to one app or the other, okay. this is a restaurant. And then I showed up, and I'm like, it's not a restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's a because it was oh, it's, a it's a pedit. It was not a food truck. Right. It was another restaurant. No, it was just a a, a food truck with nobody there and okay. nobody attending. Food truck. Okay. Yes. Okay. No. 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 Yeah. So ghost kitchens historically are like at a Chinese restaurant. They are also selling donuts, and so you 
but there's no outward signage for that. Right. But if you, you go, go to the Chinese Uber place, Eats, right. your donut. You, you see a separate thing, happy donut. Uh, uh, and, and so you would show up for donuts, but you would not have any donuts because it would be a ghost kitchen out of that Chinese restaurant. That's can, what a ghost I, kitchen is. I, I can rephrase this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a couple of places we all like to go. <clears throat> In general, uh-huh. I want to go, sometimes I want to go where everybody knows my name. And they're always glad I came. I want to go where people know troubles are all the same. I want to go... To backspin. Jesus. <laughs> Edit that out. I'll edit that one. Edit that <laughs> That needs to stay a secret. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, uh, a Thai restaurant in New York uh, thought it might find a way uh, to take advantage of some of the other ways that people find food near them. The Thai restaurant Thai Food Near Me <laughs> has named themselves Thai Food Near Me. <laughs> This is the equivalent of like naming your college band Free Beer. Yes. So that you could put up giant posters that say Free Beer, October 12th yeah. at this venue. Yes, that's right. Uh, it was a marketing tactic hoping to attract customers searching for nearby Thai restaurants. Uh, the owners expected the name would boost their search, but uh, instead it became a news story and they got social media attention. So at the moment, they kind of can't separate out the publicity from... They, they can't tell the, the SEO from the earned media, but either way, they're they're swimming in it, I'd assume. Uh, uh, let's see. Despite doubts on how well the name capitalizes on search algorithms, it has helped the business grow through word of mouth as more customers have good dining experiences there. Other businesses have since copied the near me naming convention in hopes of benefiting from seo so uh, can we can we check can you go online and find out what the what the ratings are on thai food near me yeah because I, I i tend to think that that's it's a, an interesting tactic in like a city like new york where you have so much competition that you can be a very good restaurant and still not get attention right if you're in austin if you're a really good thai restaurant there ain't that many really good Thai restaurants. You, you are going to get a reputation pretty fast. This is, uh, because we're in the uh, uh, after things segment, um, uh, this is the difference between tactics and strategy. Uh, tactics are the uh, the boots on the ground. You're, you're in the muck. You're going to make these decisions. You know, what, what's going to be effective. Strategy is the long-term view, the thousand feet up, you're understanding, yes, we're going to lose this area, but we're going to gain this area over here. Um, uh, there are some interesting plays uh, up to and including like if you're pure tactics, if what you have is a liquor store, you should not have any words in your signage other than the word liquor, uh, especially if you're in a high tourist area. Yeah. Sure. Because it's like, I want to go to the place where there is liquor. No one cares what your sign, what, what your place is called Johnson from the highway. Johnson & Sons, exactly. fine provisions. Like, but a big, and you see plenty of places that do that. Liquor, nails, s- salon, whatever. Right. Uh, and, and, but meanwhile, the strategy play is is to uh, your, app, your Applebee's. It's like there is a unified experience that you will have all across America. If, if you are seeking a comfortable place where you know you can get a seared blackened salmon and a double uh, order and, of... And a dollarita. Uh, yes. And, dollaritas and, and, are the and, worst. And, and, and get real drinks. One dollar week sauce, uh, fireballs, whatever. Uh, Applebee's. Where are, your, where are your folks, right? Um, uh, so, so I, I, how did this play out for them? 
Uh, well, pulling up the, the Yelp here, uh, Thai food near me in New York is boasting a pretty strong uh, 4.7. So it's good. It's good food. It seems like the food is pretty good, and it is being bolstered by a lot of that attention on social media. Um, so, yeah, I guess uh, it I guess it, it would help to see if we could uh, find other near... Let me see if we can find other near me places um, in NYC and see well, if they uh, also well, get a... Well, while you're looking that up, uh, Justin, I, I would imagine that the play is they have good food. It seems to be working in that local area. It's probably not scalable, but if it is good for them, keep on doing it. But if it's not scalable, then maybe they have to rebrand. Uh, what would they do? The initial thing like uh, uh, TFNM or something? Maybe. I mean, I, I think if they have market penetration on being the guys that did it, even if a bunch of other people because did that similar things. part of the story. Well, because also it's like restaurants are not a field in which your competition, if it's not run well, uh, hangs around. And if you are not a great restaurant and you're deciding a marketing ploy, then you already have blood in the water. You're probably not going to be around much longer because right. the, the, the margins are so thin. So I would say for them, it's probably unlikely that somebody else would succeed doing it. And so at that point, like they might just have a franchise right there. Thai food near me might be the thing. Oh, that's interesting. So if you stay ahead of the crowd, then all of a sudden everybody who shows up to any other place after a search Thai food near me, they're like, what the heck is Fong's? You know, like, why am I here? Well, I mean, yeah, at a certain point, there is a same same to nomenclature for Chinese restaurants, Thai restaurants. I mean, hell, even like barbecue, something like that, that, that gets out of specific ethnic cuisine. Uh, you, uh, you know, there's a million barbecue places here and they're all some version of name. Blanks. Yeah. Right. Or Blanks yeah. Smokehouse. And they all or, have the same story. It's like, do you love lines? We're so good. We have a line. Exactly. Uh, also, we accept cash only. We have 11 pieces of meat and we give it away. Yeah. One every third person in line. We name every single one of our cows. And mm. and this one's named I'll have Fred. Edgar. So it, I am having a tough time finding any of these supposed other restaurants that are using the near me name. Granted, I'm not. Uh, I'm only taking a few minutes here. Was that initial story from a television network? Uh, the Verge wrote about this yesterday. Oh, even worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess there's a barber shop near me uh, on uh, in Coral Springs, <laughs> Florida. Uh, yes. Yeah. There you go. Opened in 2019. Springs. Um. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it, it's an interesting it thing. Is, it is an interesting uh, idea. Hey, can we have a conversation? Uh, 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 opening cuts? this opening today uh, is a movie that I believe is based on a video game. Is Five Nights at Freddy's a yes. video game? Yes, it yes. is. So it this is. might be one of the biggest video game movies ever, right? Uh, what like after it, it, Super it is Mario? I guess yeah, Super Mario's yeah, that, because that's gonna that might that might still be the number one movie of the year. Boots on the ground reporting from uh, the fifteen-year-olds and her friends that I have in my life. Yeah, are, such a long way. Okay, yeah, they uh, <laughs> they've already decided to hate it. Uh, okay, but I don't know if that makes it good or not good. Yeah, I mean, it's not too much. It has made a lot of money. Thus far, uh, the reviews seem to. It was funny because, like, the one of the Reddit that got subje uh, that suggested to me 
is like a box office thing and it's like oh the reviews for five nights at freddy's aren't good and it's like the top comment yeah looks like a generic slasher uh movie but set in uh chuck e cheese and i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know what people would would oh. expect from it oh they put this on peacock first this is a peacock and theater thing Oh, I is it Peacock and Theater? I believe people have gone to jail over that. Uh-huh. I I didn't realize this was a semi uh, a simultaneous streaming thing too. That oh wow, well I mean then that's really impressive because it's had a pretty impressive uh, box office haul. Uh, has it? I have not seen what. Uh, uh, what yeah, look got. up the, uh, uh, the the box office on it. I think it'll it might be the number one movie in the country. I think it might have. Uh, it might. Uh, be on track to do more than Killers of the Flower Moon and Taylor Swift. Do, do, do you guys think that we're going to get the movie draft back next year? I certainly hope so. It was a real big differentiator for our comedy show. Wait, <laughs> what do you mean? Well, because everybody just sits around and horses off and makes jokes, but we had the movie draft. You know, Are killing each other. What? What? Come on. You gotta <laughs> we gotta teach you the game. We gotta you gotta get you the UCB This wasn't book. even a game. This was just talking about our about our draft. No, the the improv term. Oh. The game. Oh. The game. oh no, I know. Yeah. yeah, I was not I was trying to have a legitimate conversation no, about Brandon. I agree. The riff uh Five Nights at Freddy's, uh ten million dollar plus previews. Oppenheimer like levels of early release. So uh first day seems a good. Yeah, I mean Oppenheimer I think is on track to be the fourth biggest movie at or no, the third biggest movie at the box office this year. So hmm. I, I doubt it will have, especially if it's streaming at the same time, uh it will have those kinds of legs. But uh i think it's it's probably gonna do a, a big thing. And I think it's Blumhouse, right? Uh I think so. That's what I saw. So you know that the budget wasn't crazy because yeah. <laughs> they, they, they do not do crazy budgets. Right. Uh, but yeah, this is, this is one of those things that I had always just heard about as a video game trend. Uh, mm-hmm. But it wasn't, it, was it, correct me if I'm wrong, was it an indie game? Yeah. 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 Uh, the guy who made the first night, Friday Nights at Freddy's, he pumped a bunch of them out. He pumped like the first three or four out within, I want to say, a, two, a span of two or three years pretty pretty quickly. Um, and they were, uh, they're like, uh, horror management games. Okay. You're usually like in the first one, you're in a security, uh, office and you can pull up a screen to see security cameras, or you can, uh, uh, close the, you have a, a door and a light on each side and you have to base, you, you kind of have to track where all the guys are in the pizza parlor. And when they're on their way to, to, towards you, uh, then, uh, you have to protect yourself, and and there's a timed element to it. But uh, since then, because those those titles went went buku viral, partly because they were cheap, um, uh, and partly because they were big YouTube uh, YouTube let's play material. Gotcha. Because uh, it was spooky, and you would see your favorite person scream and yell, uh, which yeah, is yeah. now a whole genre of game. Mm-hmm. Just the the spook. Like like uh, almost designed for let's plays. Yeah, um, and now it's it's blossomed into this big franchise. Obviously, you know this movie. They had some spinoff like 3D game a few years back. So it's it has blossomed into this um, this horror franchise that 
I think the guy who made it is a, is stepped away from and doesn't seem like there's much uh, uh, lapse in popularity for uh, for it. Well, I, uh, I, I think the shadow of this property is much, much larger than the original thing did, you know, where it's like, you know, uh, uh, I suspect more people know the song Jack Black sung about Five Nights at Freddy's than actually played Five Nights at Freddy's. And uh, uh, so so it does make sense that this would be a easy cash in well, where, where it's like everyone's talking about this. Let me experience it. I, I've been to the Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I have never played it. I did not know that it was themed in an animatronic restaurant. Oh, okay. And I did not know that Jack Black sang a song about it. I had no idea about any of that other than there was a popular video game series called Five Nights at Freddy's. And I was blown away to see that it was, uh, uh, it looks like it might be on track to have the biggest October opening uh, wow. of all time. Studio expecta- expectations ahead, are ahead at of Taylor Swift. 40 million to 50 million. Wow. Uh, okay. Interesting. Oh, no, sorry. Top five all time October debut. You're right, because I'm sure Taylor Swift is going to be the number one. Wow. Uh, but yeah, that's 40 to 50 million in its first week is. Mm-hmm. Gigantic, considering I can't imagine that it costs that much to make. No, and then it being a horror movie, it being a video game adaptation, like there's kind of a lot. I think that is very dicey about the proposition. But if people like it, like that's great. I'm I'm not like a big I'm not big on Five Nights, so I don't know. If I I'll don't see think. It. I mean, that's the thing is I kind of think it ain't our demo. Yeah, and and I I think the fact that your daughter has an opinion about it is the sign that it is their demo. Right. Because if she didn't... You know, Are she, they doing right by the real story there, there, of Five Nights at Freddy's? There's plenty yeah. for which they just don't give right. a rat's ass about. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but the, the decision to be like, oh, is it good? Is it bad? Blah, blah, blah. Which means if you care that much about it, you're probably at that age, you're probably going to wind up seeing it anyway because... Your friends are going to see it, or they're going to have opinions. And you're gonna, or I'll just watch it on Peacock. Exactly. That's only yeah. $8. Like, yeah, there's a lot of plays here. Uh, That's the part that intrigues me the most is is the simultaneous release because, of, 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 boy, oh, boy, have you know your Netflixes and your Amazons been very, very protective about anything coming out in a movie theater and having any amount of exclusivity or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but if Peacock is like, yeah, man, everybody watch it, go. Uh, that, well, and that's it's fairly unique and it's universal all the way through. So I, it, there's synergy there. Um, synergy. synergy. Yeah. Uh, let us know what what uh, if you saw the five five the five nights at Fetty. Have you well, fri- spent- have, have you or someone you've known seen uh, five 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 night nights? Yeah. So I got one other thing here for you. Cool. Uh, you've seen uh, that Google is uh, uh, in court in the U.S. versus Google trial. Yeah. Uh, the antitrust lawsuit going on. Mm-hmm. One of the things I wanted to pull out of that. Um, because they've been very tight-lipped about about what's going on there. Uh, we have known that Google pays Apple some very large amount of money to be the default search engine on iOS, mm-hmm. just like they pay a lot of the other browsers to be the default search engine. Yes. Um, at the 
for a long time, we had not had an idea of what that amount, what that sum was, other than it was gigantic. Uh, we believe we have the number now. Would you guys like to guess how much Google pays Apple in how they, they paid just in 2021 for that default? Yes. But first, I would like to compliment ourselves on how well-dressed we look like the crew from Strange New Worlds. We are solid colors, a lot of solid colors, like we would be in different departments. Uh, Captain, I would say, uh, uh, is it $300 million? It is higher than $300 million. Mm. Is it $800 million? It is higher than $800 million. Captain, is there a number higher than $800 million? Uh, yes, there is. There are quite a few numbers above it. Quite a few numbers above it. <laughs> are are we into the bees? Uh, 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 two? Are we talking two bills? Two billion is not high enough. What is it? Five billion dollars? It is not. It is way more than five billion dollars. What? <laughs> and, and, and just, just per to, year? Just to clarify, in twenty twenty one. Yeah, just the twenty twenty one figure. Uh, the, the New York Times reports a rather specific figure. It says Google paid Apple about $18 billion in 2021 for that default. You could almost ruin Twitter for that amount. <laughs> <laughs> we have heard uh, there have been rumors that the 10 to $20 billion range has been what it is. But yeah, Google pays that every year to Apple. To and be, by the way, or they've they paid that ever like they've paid for the privilege of doing that. I'm imagining that that figure got that high because they maintained that relationship even as those companies hated each other. Mm-hmm. Hated each other. And Apple hated Google. Mm-hmm. And Steve Jobs died hating, believing that Android was stolen product from uh, uh, Apple. Like, I can only imagine that every year that number goes up and it is probably higher in the year of our Lord 2023 than that figure right there. And the fact that Google has paid it without blinking, right? Like, because you never hear that, uh oh, like Apple's seeking other bids that deal just gets done the, the, the closest mm-hmm. we got to that was over the maps thing they, they went to outside sources for the maps and it, yeah initially it was google, google maps. maps in a long time right well, yeah but they built their own product no they they, yes, they, they went to uh, uh what was it tom tom or something they no, they, they, they licensed they, another product and improved it but or, well I, I, I don't know where the the the, the progeny progeny of it is from but like it's it is Apple running running their maps division. It's an Apple app. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah. the data is not Google data. Yes. Right. Apple owns that data. But before there was not an Apple Maps app. There was Google Maps was the default Maps app. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, uh, this is the Reverge, the Verge reporting on the Times. Uh, according to the Times report, Nadella was right. In recent years, threatened to buy improvements to Apple's built-in Spotlight feature, Google apparently looked for ways to undercut Spotlight by building a similar feature into Chrome, which, quote, presented users with quick facts and information from files, messages, and apps on the device. So it seems like there was, there was a very contentious relationship 
um, across all of this, right? I mean, Google has an entire suite of apps on iOS that are very good um, and uh, ostensibly for quote unquote free. Um, Google makes that available e pretty equally to, to, to Android. It's not like they say uh, a lot that the Android version of Gmail has this feature. Like they, they don't even really play that game. So uh, uh, could, could we pivot very briefly just to speculate wildly about, um, uh, uh, we know that Microsoft was an early investor in ChatGPT4 and, and OpenAI. We know that OpenAI is going to be able to license their stuff wherever it's going to go, okay. uh, which leaves uh, a couple of different characters. You know, you got your Alexas and your um, Siri's. Um, recently this past week, there was a, uh, headline that said, uh, Apple announces we're going to spend billions of dollars on having a cool AI. And it's like, is that, That's how, not... how do you read that? Do you read that as they're late to the party and playing catch up or they're going to catch up pretty much overnight? Justin, I read this as, uh, Apple's already done a lot of machine learning stuff. There's a reason why it knows to show me uh, pictures of well, exactly Brian, one year ago. Brian as Daredevil and Bonnie as She-Hulk at my Halloween party a year ago because it knows who I call. It knows uh, uh, that it's around that time of year, and this is the sweet spot to show me pictures that, that are uh, irrelevant to me. It, it has gotten pretty good at a lot of machine learning stuff, mm. uh, uh, including the reason why I use Apple Maps more than Google Maps now, because it uh, uh, knows where I go. Oh, and, yeah. it, and it just knows, especially when I plug it into my into my uh, car. It's 20 minutes to where you're going, buddy. It just, it just I, It's a faster uh, solution. <laughs> Apropos of nothing, it's just like, 17 minutes to get to Thomas Springs, head on over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And also, and I use it. I, I rely on it because right now there's a lot of traffic. Uh, and so there's three ways that I can get here and it will help me decide which way is the best way by its own data. So yeah. uh, 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 that's, well, that, that's something where I, I think that is all to say they're not starting from scratch here. They do understand that there is a huge... Uh, a chasm between where they are and where, let's say, GPT-4 is. I think that they very much understand that there is a shorter runway because, you know, we we have been privileged enough to play around with uh, uh, GPT-4 voice. But, like, I, today on my stream, we were talking about the no voter thing. Listen to PX3 with Brian from last week. Uh, but I just asked... Chat GPT and the audience didn't know that I wasn't asking Siri. Uh, and I just asked, like, how long has it been since non voters didn't outnumber the amount of voters for the winning candidate? And it just computed all of it and told it back to me. So it's like mm. Apple has to look at that and say, okay, uh, we could, an option on the table here would be to take that 17 billion dollars that we uh <clears throat> that we get from Google and either push that and or more to open AI to say how would how can we figure out how to reroute all of our Siri traffic uh through this and 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 have it be a thing so I think while open AI is in bed with Microsoft too so there's there's probably enough things that say like eh, that might be a little squirrely yeah but 
And and also for Apple, My, yeah, Microsoft it, is an investor in OpenAI. Yes, and also like Apple doesn't hate Microsoft in the way that they hate Google. Weirdly, despite the fact that like you know old heads like us will remember Apple and Microsoft as the as as the defining rivalry, that really became totally jumbled up as soon as <clears throat> Google started specifically going after Microsoft's. Uh, profit centers by creating free uh, uh, copies of them. The entire office suite. Yes. That like, uh, 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 so yeah. And then Apple hated Google. And so now I don't know, but, but it's so for, yeah. for oh. Apple there. I don't think they're looking to make a, a chat bot. I, I think for them, they, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe they will make a chat bot and just show me up, but well, they have a chat bot now. Yes. They pioneered, Voice assistant Cortana. It, it, Siri is not a chatbot. I would not say. So what would what would you define as the difference between Siri and a chatbot? Mm. Uh, a a a chatbot. Uh, I I I wonder if voice is a part of it, but I tend to think of chatbot as like very much type typing an input and then receiving the the output where. I think Siri is meant to be more of a uh, assistant. Crappy chatbot. Do, do, replies to text messages for you. Um, but I, but I mean, I, that's what it is now. Yes. But also and, Siri sucks now. Okay. Like, so. I'm, I'm, I'm not debating that. What I'm yeah. saying is I don't think Apple is going to make a chat GPT shaped chatbot. Ultimately, like maybe they. No, up- I think that they will work it into their program. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. Um, I think they they expect a lot of value out of like finding other AI uses throughout the phone. The only time that they mentioned AI really in that last uh, update of theirs was in the spell check. The new spell check and autocorrect stuff is using the ML uh, neural engine stuff, and I think it's I think it's gotten a lot better. I think it does a lot better job of figuring out what I mean to say. And what I'm going to say, and that's a small feature that everyone who uses an iPhone uses. You know, you don't opt into it, you don't sign up for it. It's not an app you install. It's just the autocorrect is a little better, and it's the thing everybody touches every day. Yeah. Uh, sorry if you if you heard me saying that it was going to be a chatbot. I I, I agree with you. I don't yeah. believe that they are going to build a ChatGPT competitor. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I, they'll look for more bespoke po- uses like that. Well, no, I, I just think I, Apple's DNA is not to do what, let's say, Google is doing with their new phone, which is advertising a new phone by saying, it's got AI. Right. Phones with AI. Because for Apple, they didn't sell a phone and be like, multi-touch gesturing with pressure-sensitive glass. Right. They're like, Interact with your phone. Perfect Touch interact. Your phone. Touch your phone. No right? lag. They, they no want delay. that it just works thing. Did uh did you guys see made headlines uh, a couple of days ago? Uh, it's been around for a bit, but but uh, the pendant that that, oh. that has the yellow thing. Uh, uh, you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? I do. Okay. Justin, do you, to explain uh, it to Justin. While I'll I explain it. To you. So so um uh, uh imagine you you have a, a I don't know a Star Trek communicator yeah. pendant. Um, and uh, its big gimmick is that uh, it lights up with a yellow light whenever it's watching and listening or whatever as a courtesy to everyone around you. But 
for you to get the information because we've talked about you know glasses and all yeah. that stuff uh what you do is you put your hand out in front of you and it just lasers onto your hand what it wants to tell you so it's like maybe we're at a party situation and i'm like oh who's this guy and i could i could just hold my hand out and it says you're looking at justin robert young i'm like oh that's right um it's yeah it's 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 a it's a little projector device that you wear uh i think they have it set in like a like a pocket a shirt pocket yeah a pocket square and and yeah the idea is that it uh, is just around. They've they've had demos of this thing. Uh, no, I've heard for a while. It, this is and, a company because they did it at, and, at one of the big fashion weeks with like Anna Wintour, right? Right. Uh, John Gruber is how I found out about this, and he was very skeptical about it when they revealed it during their TED talk. Yeah, well, you know and, you love when real products get debuted at their TED talk. Well, and and uh, uh, I, from the outside, this is my first time seeing it. It looks an awful lot like a thing that was in development, and then they realized, what if we added the words AI to it? Uh, is, uh, however, having having said that, uh, the idea of 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 essentially just holding your hand out. I mean, I, I don't know. That seems pretty cool. You're really funny. You held held your hand out, dick butt. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that'd be I, great. I, or, or a picture Jailbreak of the, the driving crooner. I'm like, you see this? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you could you could cheat. You could. I bet it. You could get the angle just right. So no, you, you would hate it, back. Brian, because you can't share it. It's supposed to only be between you and the pendant. You would be taking so many pictures. You guys got to take a look at my hand, yeah. man. Oh my god. You the, are a sharer. You you want you see a thing that makes you happy, and you immediately want to share it. All right. Do we think this is a good idea or a bad idea? I think it's a dumb idea. I don't think it's a good or a bad idea per se. I mean, I think that it might be a good idea technically uh, uh, as a way to process information uh, to kind of keep that amount of of info in your uh, uh, ability. So, all right, it's showing directions per se. It's got finger gestures. I don't know. I, I, I don't like this technical solution, and I think that there are probably more elegant ways to get that information uh, to you. But as a way of, you know, a lot of things need to die on the evolutionary chain on the way to a solution that really uh, right. kills uh, it. And uh, I think this is one of those corpses. The, the failure subsidized the successes. However, I will say this is the type of thing that would cause me to wear a proper jacket because there would be a place for it, and then I could use it, and I would dress better. I, well, it looks like they've got it pinned in some of these photos, so you might not even necessarily... You could put it on a lapel, it looks like. Yeah. Keep it charged. Another thing to keep charged. Oof. Okay, now you got me. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wonder with the battery life on it, I can't imagine that it's insignificant. Well, I'm sure it lasts forever, because it's not real. <sighs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I'm sure uh, it's got uh, a uh, three uh, million uh, milliampere, milliampere. Like it's you can hear it, heat it to thirty thousand degrees. <laughs> uh, my pick uh, is the play date. The 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 little. Oh, you got one of those. Uh, it, it finally showed up. Oh, those are cool. Uh, I enjoyed. What is it? An hour and a half I spent with it before my daughter Calliope snatched it out of my fingers. She has been playing it non-stop so it's adorable and it's great this and is a, a, a handheld uh game console a la a game boy uh but it is modern it's got uh, a, a nice screen it's got wireless 
It has a little handle on the side, the, a little crank. The, the crank on the side is an actual game dynamic device uh, yeah. that, that gives analog input or whatever. Um, they have uh, a. They also put out a bunch of games with it. So when you buy it, you just get. You just have a fifty crap games, ton of games, yeah. Right, and new ones keep coming out every single week. And uh, if you want to, you can buy ones that aren't available. But it's like my daughter is constantly like, "Oh my gosh, next week this one becomes available." I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, it's it's delightful. Uh, 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 so you guys got one? How uh, were you, you? You mentioned it finally arrived. How long did you guys have to wait? Because I know it's like a super a long year. Order. It only took one year. Wow. <laughs> Good Lord. But, but, but then when it showed up, I was like very, very happy with it. Um, uh, meanwhile, a friend of the show, Andrew Main, uh, he, he, you know, he's already moved on to other things that he thinks are better. But but for, for me and, and my daughter, uh, this thing has been a delight. They have a little uh, a surfing game that is reminiscent of uh, uh, California games from Epics. It's great. I really, really dig it. Nice. The Playdate. Uh, any other? Yeah, I want to pick the Audible Original Space 1969. So glad you listened written to Written by Audible. my best friend, Bill Oakley, <laughs> that we <laughs> hang out with, hung out with him. You know, he grew up in rural Maryland. No way. So that's the kind of stuff you know about your best friend like I know about <laughs> Bill Oakley. Oh. You know? Anyway, he wrote this great uh, Amazon original. It stars Natasha Lyonne. Um, it is as comedic as it is sci-fi. It is as sci-fi <coughs> as it is comedic. It is also a, a period piece. But like not even historical. It's alternate historical. So which uh, means like like you only get the jokes if you know the actual history. Exactly. So uh, uh, but as somebody who spent a lot of time in that era, uh, which again, it's space 1969, but John F. Kennedy has just been elected president for a third term. What now? Now hold on here. Now, now, now hold on here. That doesn't sound right. Well, that's because my book learning doesn't match. The up only that. thing sure. that is similar or identical is, and for the period of, of time that we're talking about, the late fifties to 1963, that is identical with our timeline. Everything that happens after that is the subject of our mystery. But don't take my word for it. Listen to it yourself. There we go. Space 1969. Uh, very cool. Uh, I don't have a pick this week. I, I don't have an after things pick. Uh, you know what? I'm glad you said that because I have a second pick. Okay. What's, what's your pick? It's not Space 1969. It's the experience of hanging out all night with Bill Oakley, mm, writer of Space 1969, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. creator of the Steamed Ham Society. Yep. Uh, you, know, he, you know he did Mission Hill, right? Oh, Mission Hill, one of my favorite oh. Adult Swim programs. Also, uh, somebody got trounced at cornhole by my wife. That was amazing. That's true. He was good though too. He, he was, was the only good. person yeah. who was throwing throwing rocks. Anyway, any, any more brags? Friends with any more name Oakley. drops? Oh, I, 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 did you want to hang out that night, Bryce? I didn't get called. Oh. Did you? Would Would you have answered the phone if if what day was that? Probably not. Last I don't Wednesday. Know. No, I got trivia on Wednesday. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. We should have showed up drunk to Bryce's trivia. There's an S. There's an F. All right. That's <laughs> after things. Thank you so much for joining us. For Justin and Brian, I'm Bryce. It's been after. Bye. Woo -hoo!
Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>